I'm all crooked and everything. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to my channel. My name is Emmy from Emmy Evolving. If this is your first time joining me, thank you for finding me. If this is not your first time, thank you for coming back. So I'm going to be doing a reading for y'all. <clears throat> Let me get some cards. We'll do my deck. For some reason, I really love this deck as of late. It's an old deck of mine. And then my handy dandy double decker. Love this deck. Oh my goodness. Oh me goodness. Okay. All right. Do, 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 do. I asked what this reading was going to be about, and I was told <laughs> something that makes me nervous. <laughs> I was told the dreams, the feelings, undeniable. Okay. I don't know what's undeniable. I guess we're going to find out, right? I guess we're going to find out. We're going to see what exactly this is. That's undeniable. We're going to see exactly, exactly, exactly. Oopsie. <laughs> Very nervous. Dropping cards. Okay, I'm already starting to sweat. I was so nervous. I am. All right, let me just. I waved up my fan. Oh my goodness. What's going on with me? All right. Okay. Let's pull a couple from this. And then the other half of the deck. Oh, I saved that one. Okay. We'll let you, and then we'll just take a couple from here. <clears throat> this how are you guys doing i actually blow dried my hair i just used a diffuser i don't know if y'all know this i got some texture in my hair uh it's the same makeup that i do every day which is uh, a little bit of brow oh because i'm wearing lipstick is what it is damn <laughs> you notice all that oh my goodness Okay. Anywho, anywho, let us just a little bit like this. Good morning, everyone. So I'm live both on YouTube and on Facebook. If you are on Facebook and you cannot hear me, there are some sort of technical difficulties, which Facebook is notorious for doing that to me. I've pinned the link where I'm live on YouTube. Join me on YouTube. YouTube is less drama. Okay. YouTube is less drama, less drama. Boo, this is not IG Live. This is 1990s Orale Pues. <laughs> I grew up in a barrio <laughs> type of live. This is brown lip liner with white frost <laughs> toned down with powder. Mm -hmm. IG be thinking. IG really be thinking that it's like doing new things. Boo, I've been strobing my face since I was in high school. That's not new to me. Okay. All right. Let me stop with my sass. <laughs> I'll stop. 
let's get serious here. Let's get very, very serious here. Okay. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ooh, concealment came out. Someone's trying to hide something. Oh, okay. We're going to let that fall. Ooh. Okay. Oh, lordy, lord. Already. 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 Oh, shit. Shoot. Sookie, sookie. <laughs> it's okay. I was... Oh, no. It was just my dyslexia kicked in. <laughs> the cards are facing the right way. Y'all. All right. One more shuffle for this deck. I'm on hyper overdrive today. All right. We gonna have some. Oh, I should quit messing around. I really should. Okay, that was way too many cards first and foremost. Okay. All right. Okay, are we ready? I think we're ready. <laughs> I think we're ready. Ooh. Okay. So concealment came out, right? And with this card, it's this feeling that someone is trying to hide something. Someone is trying to hide something. I don't know what they're trying to hide, but they're trying to hide something. I'm wondering if they're trying to hide something from themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like we don't be knowing, you already know that we know. We are psychic AF, <laughs> psychic AF, and we already know what you're trying not to do. We already know. They're not going to get over this. So I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. Um, I posted a clip that I extracted from one of the videos, one of the recent videos, and the clip has to do with, I guess, twin flame separation, because that was the only way to really, like, wrap it all up in a nutshell, you know? And it's this separation that's taking place. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's this separation that's been taking place. Um, it's been happening. It's still going and they're not going to get over it. Whoever they is referring to, I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's them, but they're not going to get over it. Okay. So you're just playing yourself. If you think, if you think you're going to get over it, cause you're not, I hate to break it to you, but you're not, there's no clearance. The request to clear you out of their space is denied. That request is denied. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> okay. 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 So now look, ancestors remembrance <laughs> and in walks Marlene. What do you want, Marlene? I'm sorry for my shortness with you. I'm a short person. <laughs> what do you want, Marlene? I'm serious. What is it that you want? Oh, you're just observe. She's just here to observe today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> observe me cry. Is that what is? <laughs> observe what? 
I'm serious. She's here to just observe. We about to use your street name, okay? I'm not calling you Marley no more. You're you're Como. <laughs> Como. What do you want, Como? For real. Okay, candles, magic. Uh, a little reminder that you light up someone's life, okay? Like your existence, knowing you exist, it just brightens their whole day. You're just pocket full of sunshine. A pocket full of sunshine and <clears throat> ooh, oh i like that she go <laughs> she identifies me como identifies me not as a pocket full of sunshine but <laughs> she uh, she says that i am more like a lightning strike <laughs> i am though i am so okay what's actually going on here what's actually going on here? I am kind of confused what this reading was going to be about. Um, check in. I just got a notification. It says check in. So maybe she's just checking in. We'll just leave it at that. I'm going to stop talking to her. Hearth homecoming. Someone's coming home. Someone's coming home to you. Mm -hmm. Someone's coming home to you. Oh. That made me curl up. Why does my shirt keep going crooked? What is going on here? All right. So someone's coming home to you. I don't know what that means. But it's a secret one. It's a secret one. Well, what is this reading about? Hold on. Let me see what the heck this reading is about. I, I need to know. The dreams and the feelings undeniable. Are y'all having dreams? Are you guys having dreams of people? Um, are you having dreams and feelings? Is that what it is? <clears throat> I just want to see what cards are. <laughs> Intensification. Fertility in reverse. Healer. Containment. Homeland. Alchemist. Okay. I don't get it because I flipped it. So these are supposed to be in reverse. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So things are going to continue to intensify for the person who is trying so hard to fight, to fight whatever this process is. Someone is trying so, so hard to fight whatever this process is. And it's this thing of like, it's going to block their creativity. It's going to block the way they're able to create abundance and whatnot in their life. Okay. When does a Pisces not have feelings? When they have Capricorn heavy in their chart. <laughs> That's when. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, I can blind like a mofo. I'm just saying. It's time to heal. It's time to heal past whatever these wounds are that are causing you to be reactive to whatever this process is. The dreams, the feelings, undeniable. It's undeniable what you're experiencing. Unless you're me with Capricorn nudging things back in their boxes. You know, 
this is not containable. They, they cannot contain this anymore. When I say they, I'm not sure if I'm referencing you or if I'm referencing someone else. They cannot contain whatever this is anymore. They just can't. They just can't. It has to be, I guess, expressed or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Their foundation is upside down. They're not able to be their own alchemist. <clears throat> They're not able to alchemize, alchemically change their life and their path. So it's basically circling them back around. Cap Venus, what's up? <laughs> uh, so their foundation is upside down. And they're not able to create alchemical change. I feel like this might tie into the clip that I, I um, reposted last night on here on this channel, on the Facebook channel, uh, where it's like, you're in denial if you think you're going to be like done with this anytime soon. Now, clearly, the message is not going to apply to everybody. The message is very, very specific. You know, it's for specific types of pairs. Um, and it's something that, you know, you probably need to take into consideration. Now, I'm someone who genuinely believes like 90% of people who believe they found their twin really have just found a karmic connection. You know, it's not an actual twin flame connection. I believe that. But if you want to believe that you've actually found your twin and you're willing to suffer this entire life for them, that's perfectly okay with me as well. Okay? That's perfectly okay with me as well. I really don't know why everyone wants to be in some sort of sexual relationship with their twin. My husband is not my twin. He is not a twin of any kind, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Now, just saying that that little added human fornication aspect uh, will definitely complicate things for you. See, when, when you fornicate, as part of that process, there are several chemical processes that occur. And, you know, uh, the release of oxytocins, uh, these are like bonding hormones. You know what I'm saying? It's the same hormones, chemicals that are released when a mother gives birth. That's how you allegedly bond with your newborn, right? So it's the same type of hormones. And if, if you really look at it, uh, women produce that, in my opinion, much easier than men. And so a large portion of the people who are really caught up in this propaganda of sexual twin flame unions are really women. And then, of course, the toxic men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, a large portion of the spiritual men are toxic AF. That's the new F boy. Let me just break it on down for real. A, a large portion. I'm not saying all. I'm not saying all. Okay? Just like a large portion of the women I personally know, they don't buy into the twin flame stuff. That's why they don't have the drama. Okay? So 
just kind of keep all of this in mind. Shove it to the back of your head and allow it to just percolate a little bit and see how it applies to your life later. Okay. I'm, I'm not telling you a hundred percent for sure that this person you've identified as your twin is not your twin or is your twin. This is a general reading. I don't know who I'm talking to. I just don't know who I'm talking to. Okay. So I'm just kind of sharing the thoughts that come out my head and then it comes out of my mouth to get it out of my head. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me just, let me, let me breathe. I don't know. This might be a demonic reading. <laughs> to become one. <clears throat> If you really want to, I guess you could. I guess you could. Let two become one. So, I mean, this can be taken in so many different ways. Marlene's laughing. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> She's just laughing. I heard her like, that's weird. I can't really criticize her for it because I sometimes will snort laugh as well, but I just heard her snort laugh. <laughs> she thinks I'm hilarious today. <clears throat> I'm hilarious every day. Anyways, I can't even separate the cards. I'm hilarious every day, Marlene. Get that right. It's okay. Got my saliva all over my cards. I just claimed the cards. Yeah. Oh, let two become one here and now. Here and now. I promise to love faithfully. Okay. <clears throat> Here and now, let two become one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a pretty straightforward type of message. I'm not even going to try and interpret that. We're just going to let that be what it is. Cause and effect. So whatever you decide in regards to what those cards said, that's going to be the causation and the effect that is going to kind of push forward how this process goes. It's going to determine how this process is experienced by you. Okay? Excuse me. Connection is necessary. So this might be third eye or telepathic connection, crown space connection. I'm going to tell you guys a big secret, okay? I'm going to tell you a really big secret that people don't want you to know because then it messes up their whole twin flame agenda. True twin flames are never separated. Whether you're in each other's lives or not, you're never actually separated. You will always remain connected and you'll always be able to feel what the other is going through. And if you can't consistently feel that, even without trying, then you're probably not twins, right? If you have to question what they're thinking, you're probably not connected. And if you're not connected, there's a 99.9999999999% possibility that you're not twins, okay? Okay. So kind of just keep that in mind. Like, you know, I'm over here like, la, 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 la. 
<laughs> I don't want to know what you're going through. <laughs> I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue with you because you mad. Now, I don't know um, if I took off the blocks, took the spiritual cotton out my ears and the spiritual blinder goggles. I would know if I wanted to know. I don't want to know simply because they should have their privacy, right? If you didn't want to be in my life as a friend, then I shouldn't be in your life energetically and knowing all of your business, your business. <laughs> I, I really shouldn't know that. That's just how I feel. And so I intentionally block all that out, you know, you know, <laughs> just say it. So we block all that out, but it's there. I know for a fact that I can tap in if I really wanted to, even if I don't really want to. It takes more effort to block that out than it does to, to know what's going on. So, and that's for all of the twins that I found. That's for all of them. I know when my dark twin is tripping, wondering if I've died. <laughs> he's dark for a reason, right? You know, I can tell when, when I pop into his thoughts and he's just like, I hope she's okay. Fool, I'm more than okay. <laughs> um, I could just tell. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with, oh, but you're so psychic. Um, yeah, no, I try and give everyone their privacy. I, I make it a point where it's like, unless you tell me yourself, uh, I'm not going to know because I don't want to know. I want you to have your privacy. So going back to the original point, if that's not what's happening with you to begin with, if you're questioning, that's not a twin. That's an obsession. And we have to, have to, have to call ourselves out if we're lying to ourselves. It's okay for you to be obsessed with someone. I'm not saying it like it's socially acceptable. I'm saying it's okay for you to recognize that you're obsessed so that way you can begin correcting the obsession. Unrequited love is a recipe for so much pain. So. I don't know what unrequited love is like. I'm serious. Because um, I'm totally the kind of person where it's like, I mean, unless you're making things clear to me, I'm kind of just like moseying on down the road. You know, like I, I really don't insert myself in other people's lives unless it's abundantly clear that they want me to be a part of their lives. And even then sometimes, most times, let's be honest, most times I'm like, no, it's okay. No, thank you. You know, so I, 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 I don't know what that's like. Um, and it's important for me to say that I don't know what it's like to experience unrequited love because that might be why I, I'm approaching this in such a logical way. I don't know what it's like to not be able to walk away from someone because I'm Man, my Capricorn energy absolutely protects me. Like, oh, you don't want me around? Turn it off. Bye. Lock the door. Deadbolt. Deadbolt the door. You know? And I'm just good off that. Like, I'm good. You don't want me around? Okay. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Like, I'm good. Okay, thanks for letting me know. So I don't know what this unrequited love is like. Um, I don't know how deeply it like shreds you. 
So I don't want it to seem like you're just being dumb. I, you know, I don't think that either. I feel like I don't know enough about this to, to be like emotionally invested in my communication about this. It's, to me, it's cut and dry. It's very cut and dry. Like, you don't want me around. Okay, I'm good. I won't be around. I'm not going to reach out. I'm, there's not going to be like, I feel kind of like you don't want me around. I'm just going to be like, I'm just quietly packing my things, <laughs> quietly getting my things together. Um, oh, by the way, Uber's outside. I got to get going. See you never. <laughs> That's how I deal with things. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know that you can very easily just walk away if you've been obsessed with someone for a prolonged period. Uh, I have like a three-month shelf life. People who fascinate me, maybe after about three months, I'm just like, eh, carrying on. So I don't, I don't know what that's like. Um, maybe you guys can share what that's like for you. If you've experienced unrequited love, maybe you could share so that way I can better understand and be able to more, I guess, effectively communicate in a way that's not as abrasive to people who are going through something that's very, very sensitive. Okay, it's not my intention to be abrasive. I, I can feel someone hurting. I'm just really of the mindset where it's like, I can feel how much you deserve and I don't understand why you would accept anything less than that. I don't know. Maybe I'm not meant to understand. Maybe you're much more developed than I am and that's why you can allow yourself to be that vulnerable, to be that exposed have all of your visceral organs exposed for someone to do whatever they want with. Um, I just couldn't do that. Not unless it was a mutually decided upon vulnerability. I just, I, I, I could never do that. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Trust in science. So I just spoke about the science of that bonding hormone. Um, you have to be careful of who you allow into your sacred spaces, into your physical temple, simply because the science has shown not only do you produce, begin producing a bonding type hormone, it's also kind of leaning towards this. Um, I'm leaning towards this, this belief that's kind of supported, but it's not a huge body of evidence quite yet, where every single person that you have physical interaction with to that depth, um, they leave traces of their DNA, you know? They leave traces of their DNA and so they become a part of you. That includes their toxicity. If I were to explain um, the mechanics, energetic, spiritual, morphogenetic mechanics of intercourse, you would be appalled at what you've allowed. Sexual intercourse is direct port injection. 
it bypasses all of your shields. It's internal injection of morphogenetic toxicity. If you're with someone you don't know, you don't know their history, you don't know um, what drives them to behave in the way they do, their logic, their perception, what events form these things for them. They're injecting all of that. Whether you wear, you know, rubbers or not, that's being etherically injected. That's why people are like, oh, you're, you know, when I was a lot younger, before I met my husband, people are like, oh my God, you're such a prude. Oh my God, you're so old fashioned. You're such a prude because I have, I have dated people who I would not even hold their hands. Like there are receiving chakras in my hands. Mofo, don't touch my hands. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Like I'm good. I don't know you like that. Like I, I legit don't know you like that. Mm -mm. I'm extremely selective of who I allow around me because of my understanding of this. And this was even when I was a teen. And no, I haven't had very many boyfriends. Like I'm just, I'm good. I am so good off of all of that. Like, no, thank you. No, thanks. You know? We don't understand the type of connections we have with people. Maybe, maybe we should do a series on, on that, on intimacy and how it affects your morphogenetic template. Um, maybe we should do a series on that and, and really just have that, excuse me, very open conversation very, very open conversation about how all of this plays out. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if a lot of what you're experiencing has to do with being injected with their energy, their thoughts, their fears, and it has nothing to do with twin connections. <clears throat> For actual twin pairs. You don't need to be in each other's proximity to have that depth of connectivity. It goes far beyond, far, far, far beyond any type of human physical activities. It goes far beyond that. And as I said in the beginning, <clears throat> really, when it comes to true pairs, um, there's no separation that takes place. That's a, an illusion. That's simply a perception because the human mind can transcend all of that density. <clears throat> like my, my husband and I were very heavily bonded. We're not a twin pair. Perfect. <laughs> we're not a twin pair, but we're heavily bonded. I know when he's like a quarter mile away from the house. I know. I can feel it. I know when he's doing things like buying stuff. <laughs> And he knows I'd be like, why are you buying that? You know? <clears throat> and again, it's because we are heavily bonded. I can feel like his thoughts. I mean, he still buys whatever the heck he wants, but he's considering how it's going to affect me. He's thinking about that and I can feel it. 
So then what do, what do we need to do? Become very aware of how we are trying to take something that is based in celestial existence, etheric, celestial, and, you know, making it into something human. You can't have both. It's either a human connection or it's not. If it's a celestial connection, it doesn't need the human aspect, the human portions where you have to physically be uh, in the same space in order to be connected. You have to hear each other's voice and all of this and all of that. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It doesn't have anything to do with that at all. I remember a few weeks ago, one of my twins just randomly messaged late at night. I was about to go to bed. And then I was like, oh God, what's going on? And then my, I heard my phone ding and I looked and it, it was him. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he messaged me asking things about, you know, he knows what my specialty is and, you know, all this and all that. And I'm like, listen. Listen, I'm going to just be very, very real with you. Just, you know, <laughs> and so I let him know. I let him know and it became this thing of clarity, but I could feel it. I could feel that he had been thinking heavily of me for the last few weeks, if not months. And, you know, it's, it's not thinking heavily of me in a romantic sense, like maybe he needed to know something about something. And then finally, you know, and he probably didn't want to bother me. And then finally he was like, you know what? I just need to ask her so that I can figure stuff out. And so he did. And so I was able to give him the clarity that he was seeking. We have to understand the connectivity between souls is already established before this life begins. It is something that already exists before this life begins. And just because you're not aware of the connectivity does not mean it doesn't exist. Like one of my, um, one of my twin pairs, I have seen his face, like portions of his face since I was a child. Since I was a child, I didn't even know that person existed. Like very specific features. I've seen that since I was a child. I didn't know who it was. And they've seen um, details of me for quite some time before they knew I existed. The people who are meant to be in your life in order for you to learn the things that you need to learn, they will be in your life. There's nothing that needs to be forced, including the cutting off and shutting people out. Including that. It's not just you have to stop pursuing someone who is not wanting your attention. It's also you have to stop shutting people out who you need to have interaction with. And I'm not talking about sexual. I'm not. 
am talking about the purest of interactions where the intention is for growth in the most compassionate way for all involved. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of what you're seeing in spiritual communities, spiritual posts, it's nothing but a justification for a sexual encounter. Ayani says, you are right about my false twin. I'm not sure what I said. I hope I didn't say it mean, Ayani. <laughs> um, when I told you whatever it is that you later realized I was right about, did you, did you believe me? Or was it something where it's like, no, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm just super curious what your experience is. It won't hurt my feelings if you felt like I didn't know what I was talking about. That's if that's how you experienced it. That's how you experienced it. I'm just curious because... I feel like a lot of the people who will learn about the gravity and the truth that I'm speaking, because it doesn't, it doesn't support, <coughs> excuse me, it doesn't support the spiritual teachings that people um, spread, right? So a lot of people feel like I'm just full of it. I'm just trying to be um, a contra vida. <laughs> basically a villain, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just, it's just one of those things. Some people want to hear other people don't. Um, none of it really has to do with me. I just get curious. Like, I feel like most people who are in that false twin type thing, uh, they don't want to hear it from the beginning <laughs> and then they go through what they go through and, and then they realize, okay, you know, dang, it's okay. It's really okay. So let's see. With love and kindness. Mm. With love and kindness. I feel like I should see this in the book. Let's see what the book says. Oops. All right. An act of loving kindness has a power to change a life. It can leave a lasting impression, restore faith, and give hope to someone who has none. Understand that this world does not need more people bent on personal success. What it does need are more people who are more willing to be kind rather than right. So the need for kindness, and I think this, this is probably a confirmation for what I was saying earlier about, you know, I just want to make sure that for whoever's feelings got hurt, that you understand, I don't know what unrequited love feels like, not because everyone wants me, but because I protect myself in that way, um, where if I get the sense that you don't want me around, I don't even have to wait for you to tell me. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to gather my things and I'm going to go, you know? Um, oh, okay. So Ayani says, I took heed to everything you said and I just let it play out. I didn't think he was my twin. He insisted he may be, but you were right. Oh, oh, you found one of those. <laughs> you found one of those. Hmm. 
What I mean by one of those, I mean, those people who they Amazon prime their spiritual starter pack and it arrives within 24 hours and then they go ahead and they liberally apply it. They sprinkle that toxic seasoning <laughs> all over their life. They just slather it on. You know, it's it's like it's like those people who, um, instead of addressing whatever like issues their body is having uh, with like bo stuff, which you shouldn't be ashamed of that. Maybe you know. Maybe that's just your chemistry. Maybe you're eating things that are causing you to be reactive. You know, just address it. Like, make sure you're healthy is what I'm trying to say. But instead of doing that, uh, they go ahead and just bathe in, like, the cheapest cologne. <laughs> Boo. Boo. There's something going on. <laughs> just do something about it. You know, like, figure out why you're not healthy right now. And those are people who have no interest in being healthy. I know this sounds really mean, but I don't care. Ooh, that came out with venom. You know why I don't care? Because those are the people who really do so much damage to my fellow empaths. That's why I don't care if I hurt their feelings. I'm not sorry. And I don't care. See, I'm not the traditional type of empath where I'm going to martyr myself for the sake of salvaging the feelings of someone who wages war against my people. I wish you would find me. Try that shit with me. Uh-huh. I wish you would. And that's the thing. They never do. They always go for the people who are still very unsure about who they are, about what they deserve, about all of these spiritual topics. That's who they go for. And you shouldn't feel bad if someone like that went for you, targeted you. Why do I feel that? Because I see that as evidence of you starting a trauma-induced accretion. Now, we shouldn't make it our goal to be traumatized, okay? We shouldn't. The fact that you're an empath already tells me you've experienced tremendous trauma in your life earlier on, and that's how you became an empath. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and it becomes this thing of you're just in a process. You are just in a process, okay? You're just in a process. That's it. You're in the process of realizing who you are and what you deserve and who the appropriate people are to be around you. Give yourself permission to recognize you're in a position of power. Don't turn a power process into something toxic. It's not evidence of your toxicity. You might have toxicity, but that, that situation is not evidence of toxicity. That's evidence of ascension mechanics doing its thing. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed. You just don't. That's like feeling ashamed that your person is a jerk. 
that's the shame they should feel, not you. We have to stop owning other people's shame and guilt and absolving them of the weight of what they should carry themselves. The things that people have done to me, that's not my shame to carry. Some people might be like, oh my God, I can't believe she's sharing that so-and-so did blah, blah, blah to her. Why would I be ashamed of that? I didn't do that to myself. <laughs> I didn't do that to myself. And for the, the spiritual people, air quotes on that, using all fingers, <laughs> the spiritual people who try and tell you, like, we have to consider what they've been through. Hurt people hurt people. And so, you know, we have to have compassion. Shut the hell up. Shut up. I'm not even joking. Shut up. How dare you? How fucking dare you try and manipulate someone who is already hurting to protect the person who hurt them? How fucking dare you? I wish you would say that shit to me. I'll put you right back in your place. I wish you would say that to me. I wish you fucking would say that shit to me. And yeah, no, people don't say that kind of shit to me because I will legit put you back in your place. Don't fucking tell me how to feel or act. I own how people will receive the words that come out of my mouth, whether they're lovelace bullets or venomous arrows. I own the causation and the effect. And no, you guys, you don't need to have more compassion for someone who completely disregarded you than you do for yourself. I'm sorry, I'm not somebody's therapy. Last I checked, I don't have a license for that. Last I checked, you didn't pay me for that either. So I'm not going to be your free therapy. You don't get to use me as your punching bag. I'm not going to be your virtual Tybo partner. I don't effing think so. I don't think so. You approach me with the appropriate level of respect. Just like how I approach you. Or you'll see a whole nother side of ratchet come out of me. And no, you guys, we don't need to be ashamed of that aspect of us anymore. We just don't. You don't have to be ashamed for having the courage to speak up for yourself. There's nothing spiritual about being a doormat. I know, these are harsh words. Hey, harsh words for harsh times. Harsh words for harsh times. Would you rather I speak passionately about truth that empowers you or speak gently in a whisper as I manipulate you to harm yourself? Know what's sitting in front of you. Know the level of integrity or lack thereof. Just know. Have an awareness. Don't be afraid to remove the people who are toxic for you. Don't be scared of that. What do you got to lose? Toxicity? Good. Good. Toxic people are like cancer. Would you be ashamed? Embarrassed? Feel like a monster for ridding your body of cancer? I really, truly mean this. See, 
toxic people will inject these beliefs that continue to spread. They continue to spread through your entire body until it's completely metastasized. Your whole body now works against you. That's how truly toxic people function. Every person that I've come across that is super de duper toxic, 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 they make it a point to try and befriend all the friends that they think I have. I don't have very many friends. <laughs> I know quite a few people because I'm publicly visible, but I don't have very many friends. They try, try and befriend all of them. Mm -hmm. Why is my friends list not published on social media? Why is it rare that I go ahead and comment on someone else's page? or interact with people's comments on my page. If I'm gonna interact with you, like your comment is hilarious, right? Or whatever, um, chances are I'll privately message you. I won't even put anything publicly written. Publicly, it looks like I've ignored you. Privately, oh my God, we've been laughing for two hours about what I posted. <laughs> Why? Because toxic people, they will try so hard to insert themselves in your life to that degree where they will go ahead and try and befriend everyone around you. I'm good. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I know how people like that function. I observe. I observe. I observe for a very long time before I make any of my awareness known. Start observing what people are doing in your life. Start really, really observing. And no, not, it's not this, um, it's not this thing of if you share friends with me that you didn't have before, you know, I added you onto my social media that all of a sudden you're toxic to me. No. Okay. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But if I suddenly see that literally anyone who comments on any of my posts, you've friend requested them and you're trying so hard all up in my inbox. <laughs> no, Demon Horita. No, uh, no, no. That's just not how it's going to work. Good. I'm glad, Diana. Never identify as a victim. I've experienced some tragic stuff with people. Some of their behaviors have been very, very tragic and have been um, directed at me. That's fine. Whatever. You're cut on my life now. <laughs> You're not getting back in either. I am a thriver, not a survivor. Mm -mm. I will never identify as a victim. You might try and victimize me, but that says a lot about you. 
Not about me. I won't identify as your victim. Mm -mm. No. Now is the time for us to really become so super de duper aware, like aware to the umpteenth degree of how our decisions and lack of initiative has been giving access to us and how that access is the very bridge that we allowed to exist for toxic people to be toxic with us, you know, be vigilant. So I think this applies to most people. Be vigilant about someone else's plans towards you. For a very small few, a portion of this reading is about your twin flame connection. For a large bulk, this reading is about a false individual, an interloper, doppelganger, whatever you want to call it. This is not someone who should have some type of long-term connection with you. This is simply an opportunity to finish out whatever soul-based, I don't know what, that you guys went through in a previous life. Y'all know that, right? Like a large portion of the soul karmic connections you have with individuals in this life is to finish off lessons from previous lives. This is the lifetime we're being allowed to do that. Most of your connections will be karmic right now. I don't mean just karmic as in negative. I mean karma-based, unfinished lessons. Just because someone has a soul connection with you doesn't mean they're a twin. It doesn't mean they're a twin. Quite a few people that I was drawn to immediately and developed a fast connection to, they did some horrible stuff to me in a previous life and they did it again in this life. <laughs> yeah. And people who I've had like genuine soul connections with that uh, I need to have them in my life in this lifetime. Like we're, we're, we've agreed to help each other, other through some type of learning or whatever. Like we've agreed to help each other through some type of learning. Um, like my immediate reaction is like, oh no, I need to be like, no, 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 no. I need to just kind of observe. I don't know what their intention is. <laughs> it's true. Um, my, the person who I, I guess, I assume, um, is my twin Ray. Um, they friend requested me on Facebook years ago, years ago. I let that sit. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> you got trouble written all over your face. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I was like, nope. It took a mutual friend, um, a mutual connection to reach out to me and ask me to do um, a clairvoyant reading for them. And because of that, and this person was super close to me at the time because of that. That's the only reason I accepted their friend request. 
Could karmic lessons be negatives and positive? Yes, Moonrock. Karmic lessons can be both a positive and a negative. They can be both. Oftentimes, what I've seen is like a lot of the karmic lessons, um, they're opportunities to simply finish out what happened. Like I made an acquaintance a year ago. It's literally a year ago at this point. And it felt really weird. And um, I like I, I had to figure out a way to remove them from my life because they were just really like creepy. And, um, and so I did. And when I did, uh, it took me about six months. And when I did, oh my gosh, memories came flooding back. That's someone who had like legit murdered me in a previous life. And that's why I felt so creepy. Like their intention, their, their attempt to try and access me, their attempt to try and catch me at home, like all of these things. Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm out. And that's all I needed to experience with them. The opportunity to choose where I'm at so they can't have access to me. So we can't repeat that cycle again. Like, I'm so good. No, no, thank you. Love that you are different. So, okay, switching back to the whole twin flame vibe. Um, for some of you who are with your twin flame, I've come across people who are, um, they, they really have accurately identified and labeled the individual that is actually their twin. Um, they love that you're different. And, and here's the thing, sometimes that love of your difference uh, how you're different from other people can trigger their traumas and cause them to be more averse to you. Okay. Especially for the ones who have been in relationships with their actual twin. Um, you were able to see too deeply into the wounds, into the traumas. And so it caused them to become reactive it caused them to feel like they needed to have distance, space. Uh, they were running from their healing process. So for some, you were actually in a relationship and the relationship was either sabotaged or it ended or whatever. For others of you, it was not a romantic relationship and like communication just halted. It's not to say they didn't love how different you are. It's to say that they had a level of fear and cognitive dissonance that caused them to be averse. They weren't ready for what you were bringing. Seek the lesson. So for those people, they're now seeking you out. They're actively seeking you out. They've gone through, I guess, enough to be able to find their courage to finish off their lessons. I don't know if the lesson will involve romance with you or simply communication with you, or, or maybe it's more like energetic, um, energetic interplay, like this commingling of your energetics. And that's how they're going to learn and shift their perception. I don't know. It's hard to tell. When it comes to twin stuff, you just really never know how the other will take it, simply because it's operating at such a depth. You know, it's just such a deep thing. You don't know if they're going to reflect it or not reflect, deflect it, or if they're going to accept it and begin um, the learning and stuff. So 
expand your universe, expand your universe. It's time for you to allow yourself to see whatever it is that the messages and, and dreams and whatnot is time for you to allow yourself to see that this is an invitation for expansion. It's just time to expand for you and for the other person. Anyone who doesn't support your expansion is not worthy of room in your life. That's a fact. Anyone who is not, their presence is not supportive of your growth. Uh, you got to question why they're there. Are they simply the impetus, the trigger? Are they the one who is going to start whatever this is that you're going through? And that's their only job is to trigger you. Some people are in your life simply to serve as a trigger. You know that, right? I know. It hurts. It hurts and it makes you feel foolish and all of these other negative things. But I promise you don't need to feel foolish. And I promise that hurt that you feel is simply an awareness of the misalignment between your expectations and the reality of who they are. It's going to be okay. You're going to heal through this. You're going to reach the other side of that fear. And you're going to see your life begin to blossom. Know your power. Oftentimes, people are brought into our life so that we can learn our power, so that we can begin recognizing just how powerful we are. If you don't willingly go through this process, it's going to have the opposite effect. It's not going to make you feel powerful. It's going to make you feel disempowered. It's going to make you feel foolish. It's going to make you feel um, completely unaware, unevolved, all of that stuff. Okay? So be careful. Know your fears. Ooh. In order to know your power, you first must become intimately aware of what you fear. I'll say it again. In order for you to truly know your power, you must first become so intimately aware of your fears. The fears are the shields that are used to cloak your actual power. Why would your higher self use fear as a shield? Well, that guarantees that you must reach a specific minimal level of maturity before you'll even try. Because that's how most people are wired. Protect the wild and green. Protect your growth. Don't let people convince you anything less than your truth. Don't. Don't do it. Don't let them convince you that you're anything less than what you actually are. <clears throat> okay.
Okay, choices are needing to be made. The choice is going to lead to a celebration, learning, golden crown, limitless. All right, so three stages, three, three levels with three stages in each level. Three stages with three levels in each stage. Yo, <laughs> I confuse myself sometimes. Anywho, okay. So here's the thing. This is telling me that our choices needing to be made within someone's life, right? Mother Earth refers to human existence, <clears throat> which refers to life. So someone needs to make some choices in their life. They're afraid to make these choices because these choices are not celebrated by the people in their environment. They're operating from a place of fear. Okay. Next level. Celestial teacher. You're going to serve as their celestial teacher, but first they must be still. They have to stop this alternating between fear and courage, fear and courage, fear and courage, fear and courage. Like I'm going to, but I won't. I'm going to, but I won't. I'm going to, but I won't. Once they create a stillness within them, their crown will go full active. Their crown will go full active. And that is going to be the start of a massive, massive ascension process. So we have these three. Now, if you would like, Marlene is suggesting, I know I'm sorry, I have to stop rolling my eyes at you. <laughs> she just asked me to stop rolling my eyes at her. I'm sorry. I know it's rude, but I'm just, I'm finding you to be irritating right now. And that's why I roll my eyes. Would you rather I roll my eyes or say that? <laughs> because, you know, I want to make sure I take into consideration your needs, Marlene. So she rolled her eyes. That's okay. <laughs> so what she's asking me to do is to go ahead and ping energy. Ping energy. And this is to create an awareness, you know? This is to create an awareness. Okay, um, let me just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I I just read something and I'm just like, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. I just got to sing it out. I got to sing it out. Just sing it out. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Jesus loves me. Girl, how are you going to accept that? <laughs> Let me just. I got to Rochambeau this. <laughs> Rochambeau. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Just my, <laughs> just myself. Okay. I, I I will choose to. I will choose to not reply. You know I got love for you, girl, but I'm. Mm. I just, just <laughs> slap myself back into center. Push that back down. <laughs> All right, card number 20, Limitless and Integrity. They see the level of integrity at which you operate in, and it's helping them to reach levels of limitlessness. It's creating a space of transformation, okay? It's creating a space of transformation, and it's causing a realignment, a realignment to take place, a realignment. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you want me to do again? I got distracted. Marlene feels like I have a squirrel brain. She says a raccoon brain. Raccoons are very smart. They're a little bit wily, but you know, they're smart. I'll accept that. What did you want me to do? So if you're sensitive to energy, you might begin to feel uh, a ringing in the ear. I hope it's not uncomfortable. She's asking me to go ahead and um, open up channels of resonance. Uh, I'm just going to do this in general terms. And your higher self will decide if you will be able to experience it or not. I'm not focusing on anyone. Um, you know. It's just one of them things. It's just one of them things. It's just one of them things. Okay. It's just one of them things that a girl goes through when I'm angry inside. Don't want to take it out on you. All right. I'm going to get started with that rise in frequency. So part of the reason why you will feel, if you're sensitive and your soul allows, why you will feel um, vibrations in the ear and the sound is because I'm raising the frequency. She would like me to assist in the raising of frequency.
<laughs> All right, this is some alien stuff happening. Just allow yourself, breathe very deep, very slow. Uh, the alien stuff has to do with the cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. This is someone needing assistance to exit out of um, not so good situations. These situations have kept you very, very, very stuck in mindsets that have kept you stuck in situations. Okay. Why does he want to know who Emmy is, Melba? You tell his demon to call my assistant. <laughs> you tell his demon to call my assistant and book a session. Okay. Tell his demon it needs to book a session with me if it wants to speak with me. And to prepare to get its ass kicked. <laughs> Because I'm absolutely willing to enter into full dominatrix mode. <laughs> I'm just saying. So what I'm seeing here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I'm seeing here. Intuition, flow, and parasitic. So for this person, their intuition intuition is flowing, right? It's flowing heavily. They're getting all of these messages. Um, Marlene. Okay, sorry. So their intuition is flowing, but parasitic things are really, really just getting in the way of them understanding exactly what all of this means. So what I mean by what I'm saying is that parasitic things cannot create situations, right? They don't have that type of authority that they can create situations out of thin air. There has to already be an existing potentiality. So for example, I'm not a violent person. We're speaking in hypothetical terms. <laughs> I'm not a violent person and I get possessed and um, this demonic thing wants me to become physically violent. And so then it becomes this thing of, will I become physically violent? Well, am I capable of phys physical violence? If no, then no, it can't. If I'm capable of screaming and yelling, then absolutely. It can go ahead and exacerbate certain things. And that will be the inspiration for me yelling at the top of my lungs. So that's just something, you know, we need to know. Parasitic things cannot create circumstance. They can exacerbate what already exists. So for this person, they already have an existing fear, maybe of you, maybe of growth, maybe of something. I don't know. Oh, oh, you're being asked to step into this role of protection to protect them, you know, to protect them. 
they're in a space of vulnerability. They need your protection and they need your healing. Now, we have to be careful of who we apply this to because some people, most people don't need any of that from you. They just prefer you do the work for them. Okay. So that's definitely something to take into consideration because look, twin ray healing and Arcturian activation. Arcturians are master healers, you know, master healers. There's something parasitic obstructing their flow and distorting their intuition. They need your help for change, not to save them, but to help alter the cycle just enough to be able to actually start their healing process. Let's see, look. Seeing eye to eye. The twin ray healing card, seeing eye to eye. Five is the number of change. Two is a number of guidance. Five plus two is seven. Change guiding you to complete that cycle and finally purge it out. Okay. So with that, she's just like, I wish a mofo would. I wish a mofo would. Mm. I'm just considering... Was that frequency that was set loose a frequency of priming or was that all the energy? How to choose between two things. <sighs> la la. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep reading cards. We're almost done. Galactic Assistance, Galactic Heritage, and Receiving Sigil. So what I say. The alien stuff is popping up. So this is something that is requiring assistance from galactic teams. For those of you sensitive to energy, you might begin to receive and that might cause your crown to begin to tingle. The top of your head, back of your head, just tingly, 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 schmingly. Yes, I will do energy work. My God, Michael, don't don't act as her as as her like bullhorn. Okay, I heard her perfectly fine. Card number thirty three: Metamorphosis, New Dimensions, and then Progression Sigil. The metamorphosis is going to cause a rise in frequency, which will help them to reach new levels of dimensional consciousness, which will then help them to continue their progression. It will be like the sunshine breaking through the heavy clouds. It will be the sunshine breaking through the heavy heavy cloud cover. Okay. Um, so we're going to do one Kiki card. We're going to do one Kali card and then we're going to call it a day. So
So here's the thing. This is what we need to kind of on YouTube, Melba shared a few details of what she's going through. And this is the real question, okay? This is a real question because I see several people are kind of trying to provide um, a little bit of counsel, which I don't blame you. Um, so here's the real question. Melba, boo, you know I love you. You know I love you. Are you here for counsel and advice or are you here simply to vent? Both are valid options. Both are valid reasons. And I think if you clarify, if you clarify why you shared those details, um, people will better understand how to receive and respond to it. If someone is just venting, they don't need advice. They don't want help. They don't want a change of perception. They're just venting. This is the chosen situation, and that's why they're there. Now, I'm not saying it's bad for people to kind of offer uh, encouragement or advice, but this is something that we can apply in our day-to-day -day lives. Do people want advice? Do they want the support and encouragement, the empowerment, or are they resolved with staying in the situation, accepting that situation, and they're simply venting? And I think that's the takeaway here. Um, and I, I, I personally felt, and that's why I started singing, you know, I have my own personal opinions of what Melba deserves and doesn't deserve. And I pair that with this feeling of Melba kind of just wanted to be able to vent because this is a safe space for her. And so if you're here just to vent, you really don't need me to um, be openly sharing my opinions of what I think you should do, right? And so that's how, as an empath, we can begin establishing healthier connections, healthier expectations with the people in our lives. When you begin to see that, you know, this person you're bleeding for doesn't actually fully want the help, they just want to vent, then you can begin having more realistic expectations of how your words will be received. Because for many people, not all, but for many people, when someone continues to come to you for advice, if that's what you're perceiving, that they're coming for advice, and they continue to not speak, uh, not, not speak, they continue to not heed your advice, you begin to feel disrespected, right? You begin to feel disregarded. You begin to feel like, why am I personally investing my emotions, my energy into this when you keep just allowing it? And that's some of the things that I used to struggle with. Like, you know, you're asking me to invest all of this time, energy, and emotion into your personal circumstance. And you completely disregard what I see to be a plausible solution for your struggle. And then comes this learning of, but did they want your advice or did they want to vent? Are you being a good friend by continuously giving advice that can be received as criticism rather than advice when all they really wanted was to be heard, 
to vent. So that's a very important takeaway. That's a very, very important takeaway. Um, you know, uh, it's just, we have to become aware of what people actually come to us for. And both are valid, like I said. Both are very, very valid. And you helped me to learn this, Melba. Um, I, I was seeing all the stuff that you were going through on Facebook in your posts. And no, no, you don't have to be sorry. Moonrock, you don't have to be sorry. It, you're, um, the whole uh, conversation in the comments is really what inspired me to share my part of the learning. I, I didn't feel any of you were being disrespectful, intentionally malicious or any of that. But um, Melba helped me to learn this because um, I did offer my advice and then I saw the continuation of what she was going through. And it hurt me so deeply to care so deeply and to see the continuation of what she's, how she's being treated. I ended up blocking her on Facebook because I couldn't, um, it wasn't that I was pissed at you, Melba, and I think I explained to you a while back, but I just couldn't allow myself to keep witnessing that. Like it was hurting me so deeply. And then that's, that's kind of, um, that's kind of like what initiated my realization. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. And clearly it's not a personal thing. You're still in the comments here, right? <laughs> I just, I could not. I probably should have just um, unsubscribed. Like it was just so absolute for me, like the hurt and my need to protect myself from watching you be treated poorly uh, that I just didn't even think about it. And you guys, once you get blocked by me on Facebook, I mean, there's like hundreds of people there. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like thousands at this point. I'm not gonna find you again. You would have to create a whole new account or something in order for me to be able to see your posts. All right, anyways, anywho, okay. What's this? <laughs> well, what's going on here? What is going on here? Okay, card number 10. Ooh, Durga, <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay, card number 10, Kundalini Shakti. Hers is the arising consciousness that evokes instability within clearing the inner pathways for higher consciousness to manifest. Inner, conscious, uh, inner disturbance and instability wrought by Kundalini Shakti is an obscuring grace. An internal disorder is a necessary step towards divine reorganization. Reassure your heart that no matter what may appear to be, a spiritual, at a spiritual level, all is well. Outworn energy is being processed and broken apart. From the ashes of your inner fire, you shall emerge anew. Let what needs to happen, happen. So the word anew again pops up and it becomes this reminder of you are the moon in the darkest night of their soul. You illuminate the path. You help them to see the things they've been blind to. Within the subtle field of the body is a powerful creative awakening energy known as kundalini. When the soul is ready, this energy, like a snake uncoiling, stirs and rises. Awakened kundalini becomes kundalini shakti, moving according to its own pace, path, and wisdom. 
It clears the chakras, purifying body and mind, preparing the body to more readily receive spiritual energies, weaving through the subtle energy body from the base of the spine towards the crown of the head, seeking release through the top of the head. As purification is rarely an enjoyable experience, this powerful natural process requires courage. As energy shifts and we are cleansed emotionally, we may have physical symptoms of discomfort and dramatically fluctuating moods. Our thought processes may be confused in our perception, not as astute as it may otherwise be. Like sediment being sifted from the bottom of a water glass, that which was clear becomes temporarily muddied. As a sediment is removed, the water settles again, but with more clarity. The oracle indicates a need to be patient and to allow for the confirmation of signs and intuitions. You do not need to ignore signs to act, but it is wise to recognize that you are presently within a liminal space of healing. The way things look now will change dramatically in the not too distant future. It's not wise to try and build a foundation on shifting ground. Be patient. Trust that you will know when the time to act is upon you. So you cannot try and force. It's like this visual of bringing a horse to water and inadvertently drowning it. And for some, for some, the actual message is bringing a thirsty horse to water, one that's willing to drink and failing to realize it's your own water that's toxic. A horse will not drink from stagnant water. A horse knows better. So for half, the message is that it's just not yet time. Give them time to process. Give them time to become who they are. Give them time to solidify their foundation because you cannot reasonably build on a foundation still in the process of shifting. And for the other half, you are the drama. You are the toxic. They're trying to get away from you, but you won't let them go. Which one is your message? I do not know. I don't know. Be honest with yourself, though. You know exactly which one is the message. Don't lie to yourself and tell yourself they're just not thirsty if you know damn well you're toxic. The reverse side of that statement, do not keep trying to be identified as toxic when you know damn well you're not. This is a space where you begin to clarify who you actually are. Identification as a toxic person does not make you a bad person. It just means you have to cleanse your waters. You have to purge the things that have gone stagnant. You have to care for yourself. You have to cleanse, clear. That's all that means. And if you're offended about me talking about toxic people in that way, you're probably toxic. So rewind what I just said. Being toxic does not mean you are intrinsically bad. It means it's time to cleanse, to clear out whatever toxic mindsets that perpetuate your toxic state. 
this is the space where you can do that. But you have to be able to find the courage to call yourself out on your behaviors. Y'all, this is a general reading. There's no way for me to know exactly who's going to watch this. And if I don't know who's going to watch this, how could you possibly feel, truly, genuinely believe that I'm personally attacking you? That's obnoxious. That's obnoxious. That's also indicative of where you're at within your journey. No one wants to be obnoxious, but if you don't know that you're being obnoxious, how could you ever stop with the obnoxious behaviors? You can't. It's the way we learn. It's the way we grow. So everything I say, um, there's no intention of tearing people down. There's no intention to make you feel badly about who you are. There's every single intention to help you realize where you are in your journey and what you need to focus on now. I don't believe in the concept of good or bad people. I just don't. We all have goodness and we all have the capacity to be bad. So then what's the point? I believe in taking accountability. I believe in owning how we chose the causation that led to the effect. I believe in growth. Go growth through recognition, self-realization that leads to self-actualization. Excuse me. Okay, this card again. Let us see. Wait, I saw a picture of someone. Oh, he's an artist. <sighs> okay. Card number 40, the Yin Empress. The Yin Empress brings peace, prosperity, and success to her beloved devotees. Your sole purpose includes healing and empowerment of the divine feminine, the Yin Empress herself. You gain power, assistance, and untold blessings in the following uh, in following your soul purpose, you are lifted and supported in your sacred work now. You're a spiritual leader and pioneer, and part of what you're here to do for the planet on a soul level, whether you're a man or a woman, is to empower the divine feminine, the cosmic empress of yin or divine feminine energy, so that we might live in more balance as a species on earth. This is about the balancing of energies. This is about understanding what your actual place is in people's lives, uh, in your own life. <sighs> mm -hmm. Diana says, we all have a measuring stick for what we believe to be our own truth and project and assume others feel as we do, do as we do. They don't. Not unless they're just like you. And expecting yourself to come out of people. Expecting your heart to exist in someone else. 
that's a painful thing. That's a very, very painful thing. I've been over the years coming to the conclusion that it's unrealistic and unfair to expect myself from other people. Not because I'm so much, but because I'm simply me. Not because I'm so much more than you, so much this, so much that. No, it's because I'm me. So obviously it would be easy for me to be me. And you are you. And you could never expect you to come out of me. It's just this realization. A total realization of how other people play a role in helping us to learn, learn who we are, learn what we're doing to ourselves. When ego is balanced as it was designed to be, it helps you to become aware of the very things you need to be aware of the dreams, the feelings, the undeniability. There are things happening. There are things happening in this world right now within your own personal world that's helping you to really, really, really enter into a place of growth. You have to be willing to release Oh, it's a new transaction. (laughs) I just got a notification. New transaction. Something new is being allowed. A new. Who is anew in the Bible? He was the son of the first pair of gods, Ansar and Kisar, and the descendant of the primordial beings, Apsu and Tiamat. Anu was described as the father of the 50 great gods, as the god of heaven, lord of constellations, king of, king of gods, and the father of spirits and demons. Okay, who is Anu in Egypt? Neferkamen Anu was a pharaoh of the ancient of ancient Egypt during the first intermediate period. According to the Abydos king list and the latest reconstruction of the Turin canon by Kim Reiholt, he was a 13th king of the 8th dynasty, 13 and 8. Anu, 13 and 8. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anu is a given name and surname found in, independently in several cultures. Estonian. Let's see. 
who is Anu in Gilgamesh. Anu is a sky god in Mesopotamian mythology and the doting daddy of Ishtar. The first time this happens is in Tablet 1, when the citizens of Uruk are outraged at Gilgamesh's outrageous behavior towards the young men and women of the city. Anu is a guy who hears their prayers for help. Okay, so that's what I was looking for. Needing to hear their prayer for help. They're wanting and needing help from you at this point. Help. The whole healing thing. They're unable to heal themselves because of their lack of awareness, because of mm, I hear because of their hurt of your absence. So again, there's that aspect of the twin flame reading, you know, the twin flame aspect in this reading. I mean, I don't know. That's just a situation where there has to be some type of resolution that can be implemented. And that resolution has to take into account the needs of all involved. I don't know what the, um, I don't know what the solution is. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if this is something that you are going to be able to. Address alone on your own terms. Uh, this might be something that you'll, you'll both need to come together to kind of figure out. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Let's go ahead and just finish up this reading. Um, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I really don't know. I don't know what to tell you to help give you clarity. Um, I'm going to be posting a link in both live streams. And the link is for the link is for um, the raffle, the Soulwork Synergistics raffle. I'm still having a raffle. I might need to push the the date back a little bit of when we're going to pick a winner. But I am having a raffle. It's for a two-hour meditative experience. Meditation plus energy work. You'll also be receiving um, a song track, a meditation track that was created just for you. Uh, in addition to that, I guess we could, we could talk about twins all you want during your session. <laughs> Or you can talk about your twin situation all you want during your session. Simply go to that link in the pinned comment on both live streams. It's soulworksynergistics.betterworld.org backslash private meditation experience with M. And um, yeah, this is a very difficult circumstance for most people. Very, very difficult circumstance because what ends up happening is you start to question a lot about yourself. 
you start to question the things that need to be questioned. And in questioning that, you lose your sense of who you are. But as you lose your sense of who you are, you open up the potentiality of who you're becoming, a realization of who you are becoming. This is a painful process for most people, unless you're a Capricorn. <laughs> then it's not so painful. It's more like, come on, can we just be done? What do we need to learn now? <laughs> you know, um, it's this like I'm hearing. You really don't feel it. I don't know who's being spoken to, but I'm hearing this thought. It has no tonal quality to it. It is a thought. is It's a feeling. So there's tonal quality. I don't know if it's a woman or a man, but it's just this like you really don't feel it. You really don't hurt. Um, I mean, is suffering optional or is it something that, you know, you have to agree to suffer, you know, I'm kind of like, whatever I feel is for me to feel. Why do you need me to match your suffering? Exit out of that suffering and maybe we'll have the same experience right and i think a lot of the times when people suffer it's because they're fighting their own process maybe i don't feel that type of suffering because i'm no longer fighting my process marlene says it comes from a space of insecurity of how come you make it look like it's so easy and it doesn't matter What? <laughs> Marlene says it comes from a space of insecurity because whoever feels like for whoever who has their <laughs> Venus and Capricorn, how come you make it look like it doesn't matter? How come you can't see that it does? I would say that's a valid response. How come you can't see that it does? I would be very, very careful about, you know, these mindsets that carry with them a requirement of someone to join you in a space of suffering. I would be very, very mindful of that. Very, very, very mindful of that. I don't feel like anyone has to join anyone in a space of suffering. And just because you're not outwardly projecting the suffering does not mean you don't feel the pain. You see what I'm saying? Right? All is as it should be. All is as it should be. You know what you feel. So what I'm hearing now is sometimes people need to know that you feel. How would we do that? By showcasing suffering? How would we do that? I think if you allow yourself to quiet yourself down, you will hear, see, and feel everything that you need to. We can try that together right now. I want you to take a deep breath in. Slow exhale out. 
Deep breath in. Slow exhale out. Inhale the light of your truth. Exhale the darkness of your doubt. Continue to breathe very deep and very slow with your eyes closed. Allow yourself to feel your re-entry back into your point of center. You're in the eye of a storm, the quietest, most safest space. Allow yourself to feel whatever you feel. For some of you, what you feel is what your person is feeling. For others of you, what you feel is what you've hidden from yourself. Just allow. Breathe and allow. Allow yourself to experience what needs to be experienced in order to actually understand what this process is and the gravity of what you're learning. For some, you'll come to realizations that cause you to question your worth. I ask you not to do that. Instead, I ask you to question why you allow them to instill so much uncertainty inside you, why they have access to you to begin with. Allow yourself to feel, feel the emotions and feel the tears. The tears represent the release of emotions. The tears represent the release, the purging of toxic waters. You'll be replenished. You'll be renewed. Allow yourself to feel. Take another deep breath in. Slow exhale out. Give yourself a moment. Feel the sensations in your chest. Feel the sensations across the surface of your skin. Feel the lower part of your belly where your sacral is housed. 
Feel the fractures being repaired. Feel the expansion of your solar plexus, an expansion of your perception of your personal power. Feel the expansion of your heart, your throat, your third eye, your crown. Feel yourself becoming a greater expression of the reality of who you actually are. Say to yourself, quietly or out loud, I bring back home everything that grows me with compassion. I call back to me everything that is rightfully mine. I give myself permission to heal. I give myself permission to grow. I give myself permission to transcend the pain that was serving to teach me what I needed to learn. And as I learn, I rise. As I rise, I release. Take another deep breath in. Slow exhale out. Allow yourself to come back to center. Rejoin me in this space that we share. Feel that release from your crown like a shower of tingles going down your face and body. Feel it cleansing you from the inside out. Feel the cords that need to exist between you and others be bathed in this healing, cleansing frequency. Feel yourself become whole again. Feel your awareness of your state of being whole returning to you. One final deep breath in. Slow exhale out. Very gently, very slowly, open your eyes. How do you feel? I know for some you're sobbing and I can feel you. I know for others you feel empowered. I can feel you. And then there's a few who are hoping beyond hope that I can feel them. And I do. There's just a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot needs to be worked through, needs to be released, needs to be processed. I'm inviting my ministry members to join me in the Soul Sanctuary private members chat. Um, I'll be there in about 30 minutes. I'll make the post in the Soul Sanctuary announcement bar. 
Um, we should have a very in-depth discussion about this topic and about self-healing. Um, it's time for the fracturing to be corrected. Let me look at my schedule really quick. <laughs> Let me make sure that I have the ability. Okay, yeah. I'll be there at 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, okay? If you'd like to be part of that discussion, I invite you to sign up for my recurring contribution, whatever tier you choose. It will give you access to our private member chat area. It will give you access into our sanctuary. You can sign up by going to thesoulsanctuary.love. The website is thesoulsanctuary.love. That's where we go to talk to talk in depth. It's a very, very beautiful, beautiful space. Um, I've been having <clears throat> the sanctuary members come up and talk openly. And we've, it's just, it's been a beautiful, beautiful experience. Beautiful experience. Even more beautiful than the live streams here on YouTube and Facebook. So beautiful. Where we can just talk like BFFs in a sacred safe space and be able to encourage each other to heal and grow and expand in our awareness. I'll see you guys there in about 30 minutes. If you want to be part of that space, you simply go to the thesoulsanctuary.love and sign up, okay? Because this is part of a free gift from my ministry's recurring contribution. Um, it's not a membership. It's a recurring contribution. Whatever tier you choose, perfectly okay. Uh, it's a tax deduction. You just save your receipt. I am a federally and IRS recognized ministry, nonprofit ministry, and it's a tax deduction. Okay, so it's not a membership. It's a recurring contribution, and your recurring contribution is part of my thank you for your support, your continued support. You get access into the inner sanctum, that space that truly serves as a sanctuary for souls ready to heal, souls that are ready to grow. I'll see you guys there in about 30 minutes, okay? And to all my members, um, I'll see you in the sanctuary. All right, guys, please give this video a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Turn on that notification bell. Join me when I'm live. If you're watching me on Facebook, please share it out. Give the video a heart, not a thumb. I want a whole heart. And share it out. Post it in all your groups. Uh, send it to your friends. Tag people. Whatever it takes to spread the word please do so. Your support means so much to me and it's so crucial in the work that I do. So we talked about my raffle. We talked about the sanctuary. We talked about everything we need to talk about. It's time for me to go from the deepest depths of my heart's oceans. I love you guys very much. Bye everyone.